Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot. I'm your host, Ellie, and I am super stoked to be talking all about Black Panther today. And with me, I have a very special guest, the marvelous Johnny. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's very exciting to be on, especially to talk about Black Panther. Oh, it's going to be such a great conversation. Yes, and it I'm will. I'm definitely excited to have this conversation with you. But before we get into it, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I am an Asian Canadian boy just making his way through this godforsaken world. And I make most of my content off the TikTok app uh, under the name Marvelous Johnny. Uh, I also go by Marvelous Johnny on Instagram. That's Marvelous with two L's. And I also run a podcast on Thursdays, lives on twitch.tv slash Voices of Atlas with some other TikTok creators. And that's just where we just talk about a lot of representation in our current day media with whatever's relevant. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, it's so great to have you on. And definitely everyone needs to check out the Voices of Atlas podcast. It's a super fun listen Everyone on it is so amazing and I love everyone's content. So I definitely could not recommend it anymore. Thank you. I'll tell the others <laughs> who say that. Oh, definitely. I'm like, I love any podcast or any content creator that is passionate about what they talk about. Oh, if, I... like, right. Like when the passion <laughs> oh. translates through, that's what hits me. I'm like, I love listening to people talk about the things they love. I'm honestly excited for when we get to our Shunchi episode on like the, around the 12th of November. Oh no, the week after that, just cause it's when it comes to Disney plus. So. Oh my God, that's going to be. It's going to be so like a three hour episode rather than like a standard one and a half. But Is it going to be mostly you talking? It's going to be mostly me talking just because <laughs> I've apparently become the biggest Shun-Chi shill. So much to the point where I actually want to get his Chinese name tattooed on my arm or something. Oh, I'll figure it out. Work in progress right now. We'll figure it out. <laughs> well, if you do get that tattoo, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be gonna great to see. Cool. It's going to be so awesome. Hell yeah. But the topic of this episode, Black Panther. I love this movie what are your thoughts like what do you enjoy about this movie okay so i remember coming out of the theater the first time being a little bit lukewarm on it mm -hmm. but since then i've definitely come to appreciate and love it way way more i still have like the occasional one or two issues but that's really about it no movie's perfect and i think that's fair but yeah no Black panther on my like, my overall mcu movie list alone is definitely top five yeah, top five. It's top five for me as well. I remember, I actually remember seeing it in theaters very, very well because I was so excited to go see it ever right. since. Because I obviously, of course, saw Civil War, saw the first little taste of Black Panther and then being able to get this movie and seeing this new world and the world building, all of these fantastic new characters. I was so stoked and I like came out of the movie theater super hyped. I was like, oh, that, yeah. I can't wait to watch it again. I loved the story. I love the characters. Everyone did phenomenally. It's and the so music, well acted throughout. Oh my God, the music. music I oh. think I pretty much only listened to the Black Panther album for yeah. several weeks. 
after I the movie definitely own the cd bad. for a reason to say the oh least my, it's amazing <laughs> and that that fact okay, i mean music plays such a big part for me when it comes mm. to these movies whether that be the soundtrack or like the movie's score oh yeah but that makes me excited for the next movie that comes out which is like I, i've talked about this before but i'm like it's one of the things i love most about guardians of the galaxy it's the soundtrack it's the yes. songs that they choose and i recently learned that james gunn chooses these songs in advance Mm -hmm. and i love that because again music plays such can play such an important part in film oh yeah that being particular with what you're using is sometimes it's crucial so i'm definitely excited to see what kind of music we get for Mm -hmm. wakanda forever i'm definitely intrigued and just on the topic of that though it's just the theme alone for wakanda Oh, it's so iconic made by was it was uh, Ludwig Göransson who helps Childish Gambino produce a lot of his music as well which is oh, more hype because I'm a big Gambino, Gambino fan <laughs> me too <laughs> I went to his Thanks. concert when he came for his last tour oh I was so upset that I couldn't go to that concert I was actually devastated because I, I bought tickets in it. class <laughs> Oh my God. Honestly, I have done that several times in class where I've just very casually pulled out my credit card. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not making a purchase right now. Definitely not. I am fully aware of what you're talking about. (laughs) The unfortunate part is like, because it got delayed because Donald Glover hurt his foot. So it went from like September or something like that or around summer into like December. So you could have gone possibly. I don't know what your schedule was like then, but like... uh, I honestly don't remember why I couldn't go. You know what? I wonder if the reason was that no one could go with me. Ah. And I'm an an anxious bitch. I was like, I love this artist, but I don't know if I can cope with going to a concert by myself. With the atmosphere he had for that concert, you you would have felt at home, I think. I I I probably would have. But you know what? I have hope. You know what? I think he's made statements about, you know, not really coming out with any more albums, but I think I have faith. I don't think he'll do any more as Childish Gambino, just as Donald Glover. Which I'm fine with. As Same. long as he come, if he makes the choice to come out with more music, I will be absolutely over the moon. I'm there for he's it. I'll listen to it. Such a talented artist. Oh yes, that is that always he has. Mark. I don't oh care God. what he's in or whatever he makes. I'm watching it. I'll listen to it. I'll give it my full attention. I am with you on that, which is why <laughs> I remember I was so stoked when he was um, in Homecoming. Yes, as Miles' like, yes. uncle. I absolutely am obsessed with that. And I've used that literally as a driving force of a theory that eventually we will get a Miles movie, a live action. Yes. I, it's too soon right now. Yes. I am fully behind the fact that it's too soon. We still have Into the Spider-Verse. And I think that hype should purely be on that because also, I mean, it's going to be, obviously I going with the assumption that they'll go trilogy. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an amazing trilogy in itself. And that deserves full attention but i think with time we will get a live action miles i just want to see donald glover in that purple prowler green suit it's just people were talking about they're like oh what if like donald is miles and i was like he's already been introduced as aaron davis he did voice miles though in the ultimate spider-man tv show which was awesome to see but i'm like within like the mcu he's already he's uncle he's uncle yeah he's 
Uncle Aaron. Like, yeah. they should stick with that casting. Mm-hmm. And if they want to bless us with a live action Miles, I really, so really hope that they're yeah. like, hey, Donald, remember when you played Aaron Davis in Homecoming? Want to come back? I mean, he'll, he's probably going to come back for the Disney Plus Lando show, so that there's going to be that. And here's a fun fact, actually. He helped write some of the dialogue for Black Panther. Did he actually? He did. He helped write the that. relationship between Shuri and T'Challa. You know what? That makes a lot of sense. That's actually. why their banter's so good. That's why it's so good. I love, I love their relationship, and I love their banter so much. It's so reflective oh, yeah. of like an older it's brother, so younger sister yeah. relationship. Like a, it's really great to see kind of relationships like that reflect really well on screen. Oh yeah. I absolutely That's, love oh, it. God. Oh, there's, it's, I, I was, uh, my favorite part of their relationship is first off the sass they give, e- give to each other. It's just when mm-hmm. Shari gives T'Challa the middle finger. Oh, I and then you just that. see T'Challa's face. He, I love it so much because no matter, like literally no matter how much sass she gives him or they, whatever they hilarious so thing she does, he's like, ah, like that's my little sister. That's my little sister. I love her. It yeah. is totally, it's totally the energy where it's like, you'll totally like rag on your sibling and talk mm-hmm. shit. You'll hit each other or whatever. But if anyone messes with them you're like no 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 no. you you don't get away with this you don't get away with i can get away with it exactly but you can't it's like calling like calling a friend a bad name or like calling your sibling a bad name but the second someone else uses that same word you're like what did you just say Mm -hmm. no no you can't say that it's like that tiktok sound of bender from futurama just go like we're destroying the world and killing the turtles and then someone goes like to hell with the turtles (laughs) and then bender's like no one insults the turtles literally oh my god now i'm thinking about because when i heard that audio it was for an Eternals video yeah is that the one you saw uh well the one that my head went to originally was for nick but i do love futurama so (laughs) yes I absolutely I love it so much but oh man no I one of my favorite aspects of Black Panther were the relationships between the different characters oh yes you know Okoye and her lover there was Wakabi yes yeah uh there was such a good story I wish I had a bit more of it though I'm not gonna lie but um Nakia and T'Challa were amazing Shuri and T'Challa perfect just I, I there oh my god and Umbaku and T'Challa oh as well. I Umbaku does not get the recognition he, he deserves. He does not. I love him so much and I'm excited to see I he where better be in Wakanda it. forever. I'm, I swear. I'm fairly certain they confirmed okay, that good. Winston Duke um will be back on. I also just love Winston. I loved him in um was it that Jordan Peele movie Us? Oh my god. Where he plays the dad. He was really good in that. He was really funny. Really good. Uh, I don't know what it is about Winston Duke, but that man is awesome. He just has that charisma, you know? Oh yeah. And it translates onto the screen. It's like seeing Anthony Mackie in his roles. Oh yeah. You can't not like his characters. Exactly. And just even the jokes he pulls off, like the 
like another word from you and I'll feed you to my children. Starts giggling like we're vegetarians. It's all a joke. I love that because you know, so it's, let's just incite a little bit of fear into this white man. Exactly. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> we'll hearken on his fear of any biases he might have of us, and then we'll just throw it throw him for a for a spin. And he's like, ah, ha, ha, I'm just messing with you. Don't worry. And then you just see Martin Freeman. They're like, ah, I'm uncomfortable. It's like, it, good. Right. It's like you see that sense of relief, but also. Like how much of it was he like, kidding? Yeah. <laughs> is, was that really a joke or are you. Were you just trying to ease me <laughs> so that I'd stop? I guess I'll never know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this movie. I always think about this movie. I've, honestly, especially so um, after last year with Chadwick's passing. Yeah. That movie oh was, it took me, honestly, it took me a really long time to watch the movie again. Yeah. Even to and watch Especially Civil with the War. new intro they have for it on Disney oh Plus, God, where it it's just, it's soul. an homage to Chadwick itself and just like, damn it. I was like, y'all really pulling out my heartstrings right yeah. now. And I am I glad though that he at least it. made it into Infinity War and Endgame, just because like yeah. that's the end of the saga. So like, as as much as it sucks, it feels like at least he made it to the end goal, right? I was so grateful that we got to have him for as long as we did, and I mm-hmm. love that he was able to record for What If. Yes. Also, hearing that. He, the first time I heard his voice, I actually I did cry. Like honestly, I same. I'm a, I'm a very emotional person, and it really doesn't. I am not even kidding. Last night, I was just minding my own business, having a great time, and then I just started thinking about random moments from Endgame, and I yeah. actually I just started. I got so emotional, and I started crying. And then even yesterday, I was watch I was watching Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> Yeah, cried so many times just for no reason I was like hope literally hope and Scott would have a moment and I would just start crying I was like they're so sweet together yeah or just Scott and his daughter as well oh I love their relationship so much and I would same Scott Scott is the best father I will fight anyone on this yeah yeah I will agree to it I will agree to it but yeah no here hearing Chadwick's voice during what if that made me emotional what was it um since like I had to rewatch Black Panther last night just to see if I could recognize anything just in case for this podcast right Mm -hmm. and the moment you see Chadwick talking or no T'Challa talking to T'Chaka again in the ancestral plane oh man oh it's just when Chadwick no when T'Challa they're honestly the same character for all I care. Like Chadwick oh, does that yeah. good of a job. But it's just when he goes like, I'm not ready to be in this world without you, Baba. And I'm just like, shit, I'm not ready to be in this world without you, Chadwick. Like, what the hell? I, oh God, he's such, uh, he has such a good heart and such a pure soul. And he, and just, I definitely, I still miss him. I definitely, absolutely, yeah. I still and miss him. And the fact him. that he had cancer went to visit a bunch of children as well, right? Yeah, and just alone the way he made others feel seen was so important. Like I would like, despite my slight gripes against this film, I, I would never take that away from anyone. And it's mm-hmm. just it it feels so good just to see kids happy and to feel represented, right? Yeah, that's such an important um, 
factor. And I think that's a really good segue into this conversation Mm -hmm. about representation. And especially I remember after that movie came out, all the videos came circulating online with parents watching Black Panther with their kids. And you see these young Black kids looking at the screen and seeing themselves. What was it? Um, I can't remember if it was Jimmy Fallon or Kimmel. It was one of the Jimmys. But like, there's a lot of them. Yeah. But like, it's this one where they got some people who were like greatly influenced by Black Panther. They go up to just this little picture of of the poster, I think. And it's just specifically T'Challa himself. And then they ask the kids, the people there, to say something to the king himself. Mm -hmm. And then out comes Chadwick. Oh, and then it's just there's this mother with her child just going like thank you for being someone that my child can look up to someone that they can aspire to for ins- just giving them that just to make them feel seen right it's so imp- it's so important and it is it's a it's a certain bit of happiness that is so difficult to describe because when I see like videos like that like my heart warms up so much to be able to see young kids have a hero that they can see Mm -hmm. themselves in or that they can connect with or be like I want to be like him I Mm -hmm. want to be like her I want to be like them it's it's just like I can be them as well which is the best part of it because right it's just so good like it's one thing to like see that but like after seeing Shang-Chi sorry to bring it back to that no of course it's (laughs) absolutely relevant for me, because, you know, how often do you see a Chinese superhero? Fucking Bear, never. I, <laughs> Until now. I really could not tell you. Exactly, like rated Psychic year. or something like that. But, like, after seeing Shang-Chi, like, it definitely provided me with this m- more experience and understanding for how the Black community must have felt when they mm-hmm. got Black Panther, right? Yeah. So it's just to add on to those levels of understanding and just... The emotions you I I don't think I can ever explain what mm-hmm. Shanchi did for me. I can only and I can't imagine what it must have done for the black community as well mm-hmm. with all that they go through and to have this film, but it's just not to go like this is one for one, but yeah. there's a bit of that understanding, I guess. You yeah. Know? It's a way that you can almost relate. Exactly. Because while yeah, while you haven't experienced exactly what they've um gone through in life mm-hmm. or their experiences or the their perception of society or anything mm-hmm. you you've had that moment where you you haven't seen someone on screen that you can completely relate to exactly. and that also goes hand in hand with just movies in general where we don't often have people of color as the lead they're exactly. not the main character they are the best friend. They're the side character. They're the comic relief. Mm-hmm. You know, they're usually the stereotyped character, you know, because of mm. course the Asian best friend is an absolute genius. Yes. Then or that's their whole this personality. Asexual person kind of a thing, right? Exactly. It's like just, uh... it's so rare to even see that. And then when you get into the realm of like superheroes when it comes to movies like how many years have we've gone with, with just a white dude with just a white dude on the screen like exactly like we character. had blade that was about it but 
I mean, how how well did that do? Like, I mean, like you definitely couldn't take your kids to it. So like, no, how many that, kids did Blade inspire? That's like, oh my god, it's right? like taking kids to Deadpool. <laughs> you know what? I've seen it. They have a great time. The jokes <laughs> got to go over their heads, so. right? But yeah, no, that's such an important factor, and it was so so wonderful to finally. I mean, not only just start getting more people of color as superheroes, because I think, mm-hmm. I mean, because we got Sam Wilson in the Winter Soldier. We have Soldier, Sam as Captain America, which is why I love now, Falcon and Winter Soldier so much as a show, more than all the other ones we've gotten so far. But I love it. And also just Sam is such a great character and he's been developed so much and he's so human. Mm-hmm. And he, he, again, like he doesn't have any superpowers. You know, he's not pumped with like the super no. soldier serum. He's at more he's of a not disadvantage a super genius, than a bunch like, of people. Exactly. Does he have a badass suit that was made in Wakanda? Absolutely. Yes. But also that's pretty much the only thing he has. Everything mm-hmm. else is, it's wit. It's his personal strength coming mm-hmm. into play. It's his ability to inspire people, which is why which is what you need in captain america exactly and that's what makes him an incredible captain america and i'm Mm -hmm. so excited to see where that character goes and even throughout that show we got introduced to so many potential characters Mm -hmm. that could (laughs) be that i hope they do crossed for patriot oh my god i know right i fingers are so i really hope that happens and i hope it wasn't a it just, just wasn't a, a one and done thing. Yeah. It wasn't a oh, tease. And like, the oh. new Falcon with Torres. Oh yeah. man, I loved his character so much, despite how little we saw him. Oh yeah. He he had big personality, which is important. No, literally after the first episode, I was like, this this kid. He, I like this man. Yeah. He <laughs> has like, to be the next Falcon. <laughs> and the another thing that comes to play is just like the fascination that he had and that admiration for mm-hmm. sam i was like oh man oh i hope this happens since since we brought up falcon winter soldier i remember as the show was coming out and then there was that one episode where it ends on bucky meeting one of the dora milaje yes and for the entire week leading up to the next episode i was just trying to prep myself in case we did see t'challa again honestly same I did too. I, I had to be ready for it. Just if we saw Chadwick one more time in live action and it was in the TV show where a black man becomes Captain America, I would have been ready to cry. I would have been an absolute mess. It would have been so embarrassing. Same. <laughs> but I mean, the route that they did take with just like the Dora Milaje coming through, I was like, oh. hell yes. I yes. love these girls. I love these I, women. Like, I love how they just handed John Walker his ass. <laughs> Oh my god. When Bucky was like, looking strong, John, I was like, this is comedy at its finest. Yeah. I was like, this is what I want to see. John Walker's ass getting handed to him. Like, not even just by, like, Bucky or, like, Sam or anyone. By the Dora Milaje, like... Who he was very condescending against. Oh, he was so condescending towards them. Oh my, He had just typical white man energy towards them, and I was like, Mm. no, 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 no. Yeah. No, you don't get. You do away not with this treat shit. these warrior women like that. Oh man, I yeah. love them so much. But kind of, again, like on the topic of like representation, that being important. Remember before this episode, I told you I had a question, kind of statement to ask yes. of you, and I wanted to hear your thoughts. 
Yes, I I think I'm. I don't know. We'll see if I'm ready. Let's see if I put my foot in my mouth. I was about to be like, are you are you prepared for this? Let's find out. There's only one way to discover it. It's every single time I think about it, I have to take a moment. Okay, let's see. So, I used to know an individual who made a statement about Black Panther. Okay. And their statement and stance was that they don't like Black Panther. They don't like okay. the movie. And the reason why they don't like the movie is because they believe that it was a political move. Oh my God, no. (laughs) They can leave. (laughs) Exactly. Their whole thing was it was a political move. It was a complete strategy to introduce a Black superhero at that time. Specifically during that time, when did this movie come out? Like 20... This is like 2016? Yeah. 2017 2017 yeah no because it was 2016 was civil war and then we only got black panther a year later exactly so yeah yeah, 2017 they're like this was a political move complete strategy to introduce a black superhero and main character blah 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 no right remember how i was telling you about like the drama behind the mcu's production and all that okay yes so Kevin Feige has stated that he wanted to do Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, even Shang-Chi. Like, they had Shang-Chi planned around the time they were making Iron Man, even. They mm-hmm. had all these rep- these characters' representations that they wanted to do from the beginning. But the original head of Marvel at the time, I forget his name. He He's a piece of shit. He doesn't get his photo taken ever. And he was actually a part of Trump's cabinet, I think. Disgusting. Right? So to give people an idea of what kind of person was in charge of Marvel at the time, he did not want these characters to get made. He didn't want a Black Widow movie to get made when they wanted to make a Black Widow movie to help set up for the uh, Avengers. He's the reason why we never got them until we did in Phase 3, when Marvel Studios just became a separate entity and could directly go to Bob Iger at Disney, who was their head honcho. Because originally it had to be Marvel Studios had to go back to the headman at Marvel. Then the headman at Marvel just goes to headman at Disney, which is Bob Iger at the time. So that's why we now have these. It's because they were finally able to do these films since they got away from the original head corporate dude of Marvel. He can burn in hell for all I care for the guy who said this is a political move. No, it wasn't. They just finally were able to make what they wanted to make. Exactly. And honestly, honestly, like the way I also thought about it, I was like, okay, even if it was a political move, even then, the positivity and the good that came from this movie coming mm-hmm. out, the fact that young black kids could look at T'Challa, look at Shiri, look at any member Okoye, of like, the Dora Milaje, like, all of them. Just to be able to see themselves in these characters and to be able to relate to them and the pure joy you could see on their face. Exactly. Like, even if it was a political move, like, like look at the smile on their face. Like, that, you can still see the impact. It, mm-hmm. The movie coming out still had a massive wave of, po- like, positivity, of right. good impact. That it's like... Does it really matter if it was political? Does it really matter? It's like the whole thing with people shitting on Eternals and oh, God. the diverse cast um, having a queer couple in it. It's like, you're really choosing this factor to focus on. Exactly. You're really and... choosing this factor 
to focus on and mm-hmm. be negative about it. And like, not to go like, I sympathize with this person or anything. It's yeah. just that I understand this concept of forced diversity where it comes from yeah. a corporate level. Yeah. I just call that the CW effect usually. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a great way to call it, actually. Exactly. Like in those shows, you can definitely see it where they're not handled with the same amount of care, the mm-hmm. same amount of nuance or any of that. They just do it because they think it's going to get the numbers. Black Panther, all these movies, they are there in part way, yes, to get them the monies and all that. But it is also as part of the fact that they have these amazing characters in their catalog that they can call upon and help people feel represented. Mm -hmm. They gave these projects to people who care, who had a story that they wanted to tell, that they wanted to share with everyone. So, yeah. I completely agree. And Do I pass the vibe check? You... In my books, you do. Oh, yes. <laughs> In my books, you do. Um, but yeah. I know, like, that's like the thing, though. I'm like, you have to look at the impact and you have to look at how different groups of people are going to view it. Obviously, mm-hmm. you don't, you might not have the same experiences. You, exactly. Through that lens, you might not be able to fully understand the impact of a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's fair. Yeah. That's the thing with life. You don't, we don't all get to go through the same experiences. Exactly. And you can relate into some sense. And and that's what's so fascinating about different cultures too. Mm -hmm. You can different because you have different ideologies, because you can get these different perspectives that you can view the world in a different lens compared to the person that's sitting right next to you. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like, it's not the same experience, right. right? And it's like the whole thing when we were talking about um, the scene and Endgame when all the women come together. It's exactly. like, know your, like, know your place to the sense of recognize who this is for. Mm-hmm. And that for that scene, that's for all like the young girls. Young girls out young there girls, who just, young women they want who, to see all these female characters just working to, together to complete such a small objective in exactly. such a large film as well in such a large scale film exactly like and, even and then like the i would have preferred something longer something even more abrasive against mm-hmm. some what some people might wish against but which is you know which i think it's fair and i think it's it's definitely a moment that mm-hmm. was long overdue exactly it's i call it the a force moment as well see. Just because, yeah, there's a team in the comics just called A Force, which is like a bunch of female superheroes. Like, you can call it pandering, you can call it forced, whatever, but it doesn't change the fact that people need this and that this is well written on top of that. Mm-hmm. You know so, what? Yeah. It's like the same for the exact same reason why a lot of people don't like Birds of Prey. Oh, I love Birds of Prey. I loved Birds of Prey. I that movie is balls to the walls, and I love it's it. It's so so good mm-hmm. and it definitely comes purely to the point of who it was made for and who was on the team exactly. in developing the story like and that's important as well who's on the team mm-hmm. when creating the movie and that also translates um with black panther as well when you look exactly. at the creative team when you look at the director when you look at all of those little factors mm-hmm. 
And even with like Birds of Prey, like the only thing I didn't like was just Cassandra Kane because it wasn't the Cassandra Kane I knew in the comics. But even then, like I know when to not let something like that affect me. So I think people need to get that in their head and mind as well. Just like it's not meant for me or maybe it's not what I might like. But at the same time, like, is it still good beyond this one little thing I have? Yes. Cool. More often than not, the answer is yes. Exactly. Like, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. Exactly. Especially if the right person's behind it and they have the right passion for it. Exactly. I completely agree. And that definitely, I feel like that translated really well with Black Panther as well. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can, even when you look at interviews with um, Ryan Coogler, like, talking about the movie. Oh, yeah. Or breaking down scenes. You can see how much he loves. His heart and soul is in the movie. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, do you ever watch those, um, like, videos where directors break down a scene? Yes, I did that with Jojo Rabbit because I love that film. I love that movie so much. It's such a good movie. I'm so happy it's on Canadian Disney Plus now. Anyone who hasn't seen Jojo Rabbit and is in Canada needs to watch it. Oh my God, I remember, I I think you made a TikTok video about it. I was like, but it's on Disney. I was like, okay, I need to watch this several more times. Yeah. But I know I absolutely love those videos of director's breaking down scenes because first of all they are incredibly insightful and it's oh yes really amazing to see the art that you gotta see like a bit more to the movie making process which exactly I and love. you see the creative decisions and you know like the reason why they chose a specific angle the reason mm-hmm. why they chose to um position characters the way that they did the mm-hmm. reason why they chose that lighting those colors you know all of those little details right and I love the one that Ryan Coogler did for Black Panther. It was the chase scene in Soul, right? I think so. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. And it's just amazing to see his passion oh, yeah. and his drive and how much he really loved working on this movie. And just him pointing out the, the little details on the suit alone when it starts glowing and you can see like the little wakandan words on it just uh. oh my god the suit is so amazing i i am more preferential to the civil war suit just because i don't know the civil war suit is really nice like it it looks like it fits really well the newest the newer one where it has the vibranium where it has like the kinetic energy blast like cool as hell i love it it's just the helmet's just a bit too big on the overall Mm -hmm. character in my opinion but even then something i could look over right right it's a honestly it's a really cool it's a very interesting addition to the suit oh, yeah. though. i'm like i feel like i i mean i'm not that realm of intelligence but i'm like that's like a that really seems plausible cool right think of. <laughs> like wow it's insane and oh my god there was there was another factor i was specifically going to bring up costuming yes the costumes the- of this movie the different Amazing. tribes that they had for it and all that oh my goodness there was so much care and just beyond just the costuming just like the makeup for certain um the for the different tribes of course and for what they mean because they yes. have they did a lot of research for this which thank goodness they did i'm so thank grateful God. that they all that work and effort 
was Mm -hmm. put into kind of being like being respectful of the different cultures that these are based off of that took inspiration that have those little connections that are deep rooted into history Mm -hmm. and it just completely reminds me of times when that was very poorly done Mm -hmm. because we've had countless movies countless stories that just go for what's what's this stereotype yeah or just being straight up lazy like this is a horrible example but also very relevant when in terms of history you know the tv show rain yeah i think i like Mar- yeah. um, about like mary queen of scots i think so yeah so you know what it's a great show is it a fantastic show no <laughs> is it dramatic and fun to watch absolutely and for that reason i love it but the costumes oh my god yeah. they're just pop like prom dresses <laughs> it's like <laughs> do they have any connection to what they were wearing in history during that time not even close definitely not (laughs) not even close and it's just astonishing that things like that happened and then another example is um uh like harry potter and the goblet of fire oh god um during the yule ball with what the patel twins are wearing uh, on god that is the most (laughs) atrocious costuming choice that and ever just, made. there's so many other issues with Harry so, Potter as a franchise. Oh my god, I know that is all. mostly because of J.K. Rowling, of course. But oh, one hundred percent—that's a whole conversation on its. And that is why I, I like I've talked about this before that what makes Harry Potter great are the fans because yes. as a fan base, we've developed it more, made it brought in that diversity, and made things make sense. It's the opposite of the Star Wars fan base. <laughs> Well, you win some, you lose some. Exactly. (laughs) But it's like things like that where it's just, again, it's tone deaf. Mm -hmm. It's disrespectful. And it's so that's why it's really nice. And what's so shitty about it is, is that it should just be common practice, you know? Oh, yeah. Just to wrap, like, you, you know, you have a consultant on hand for something like this. Right but I'm definitely over the moon that so much passion and work and ed like education was put into developing the costumes oh yeah of this movie and it's definitely going to be even more exciting to see see more in Black Panther 2 for sure yeah which I'm so excited did you hear it actually got delayed Yeah, I was about to be like, let's talk about Wakanda forever for like a hot minute. Yes. About the delay. And a lot of people have been like theorizing that because Letitia got injured. Problematic. Oh. Oh, that too. Yes, yes. That factor. Yes. But people were thinking like, oh, okay, Letitia got injured on set. Maybe that means she was doing a lot more stunt work. Yeah. Does that mean she might be donning the suit? That's the thing. Like, okay, so separating actor from character. Yes, of course. Because I've had to do this a lot lately. <laughs> um, I love Shuri as a character. Me too. Wonderful mind, wonderful personality. Like, this is someone I would hang out with and just vibe with for sure. Letitia Wright. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe yeah. not. That I have enough religious trauma story. in me for her to guilt me into, but no, thank you. <laughs> I but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, like again, separating actor from character, I would love to see Shuri as the next Black Panther. It makes sense. It references the comics a lot. So I'd be for it. I'm also hearing rumors that they're apparently going to have his son, T'Challa's son in it, which is interesting. Interesting. Right? Okay. But the one that I've been personally pitching since I heard Chadwick passed and since Kevin Feige confirmed that they're not going to recast T'Challa is that I want Umbaku to take over as Black Panther. I would Panther. love that. And still keep Shuri around, but like as ruler of Wakanda. Right? Oh so, my goodness. Not to go like, oh, it has to be a guy or thing. No, it, it absolutely does not. Bossed, the Panther God is a woman, first off. I can care less about who becomes the next Black Panther. It's just, I love Winston Duke. He has the right, he's got the perfect vibes for it. And just him in a superhero suit beyond the gorilla the white gorilla tribe costume would be really cool i no i am so with you on that i love winston so much i think right he's got so much charisma and like his character is so fun to watch that oh yeah i'm like i would love to see him don the black panther suit i think that would be so fun to see exactly if not i just want to see his character develop more into Mm -hmm. a larger character like that we see more of and especially just like you know because trilogy story yeah sorry it's just no, like no, for no, that no. story of the white gorilla tribe being separated from the rest of the wakandan tribes like having your leader of this tribe becoming mm-hmm. the hero of wakanda the country seems so symbolic and can work really right. well for the story as well and from it the would story really unite them more it would exactly. really unite them more. And especially after dealing with the events of Infinity War and mm-hmm. Endgame, like such a large scale event like that is also such a massive way of connecting people. Exactly. And connecting these different groups of heroes and these different groups of individuals and bringing them together because it's a situation that they can all relate to. They were all heavily impacted by what exactly. happened they all faced an immense amount of loss mm-hmm. that even i wouldn't be surprised if they really do reference that in wakanda forever as a way that it connects them exactly also them i'm pretty sure umbaku didn't get snapped if i remember correctly exactly I don't think he did so i feel like they would have shown that because exactly. we know his character because like right? we know okoye didn't i don't think umbaku did we know he's in the last fight uh in endgame that's about it i think i might have to i think it was Infinity the War exact now, situation where um someone went to wakanda to open up a portal mm-hmm. i think it was the exact same situation and i just love that he was there i love him mm-hmm. so much do you watch like do you watch interviews because the ones yes. he's done with anthony mackie and sebastian so stan are funny so in them. good i don't it's- know why it's the three of them but i i want the three of them which would be awesome if umbaku became black panther because you know just to see because more of- winston Bucky. duke with anthony mackie and sebastian <laughs> stan just as their characters though i would love it so much at the you know what? Now I just want nothing more because then that also means more interviews of Anthony Winston and Sebastian. Exactly. I look at that. I've converted you. <laughs> <laughs> 
congratulations oh yeah. man i would love that because okay here's the thing i i'm obsessed with these interviews i've watched i watch them all the time mm-hmm. and especially with sebastian stan um because i've like read a lot about it that he you know deals with a lot of like social anxiety and yes. gets very nervous when it comes to these interviews which is why they paired it started pairing him off with anthony mackie mm-hmm. because anthony Anthony is Anthony. He's eccentric and we love him for it. That's all we need to say. Mm -hmm. He's Anthony Mackie. So Sebastian gets talking and their energies work together and they have such a great dynamic. And then you insert Winston into the picture as well. And Uh, the way that they play off one another is absolutely brilliant. Yes. I would Uh, love more of that. I thought just give me that. Just give me that. But, oh, man, like, it's going to be really exciting to see where they take Black Panther, where yes. they take the story, where they take these characters. And it's just going to be so awesome. I'm pretty sure we're also supposed to get, like, a Wakanda TV show. Yes. It's so. supposed to, did they say it was going to be based around the, like, history of the Dora Milaje? I'm not sure, but all I or know is... was that is... just a rumor? I'm not, all I know is we're going to get a Wakanda TV show. And like, the only thing that came to mind was like, more Mbaku, please. Oh my God, right? <laughs> I'm so excited that they're going to, they're doing more with Wakanda. Same. Because again, because like. It's such it's a rich a, history that you can such explore. Such a rich history. It's amazing. And again, like, it's a part of this MCU world that we don't know everything about. Mm-hmm. So we get to learn more. And that's what's so, that, I mean, I, I've talked about this with so many people. And like, this is what I love about the MCU is that you get introduced to so many different worlds and universes yes. and realms that- And these characters that you just want to see interact with everyone else, right? Exactly. I'm like with Black Panther, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get the trilogy. So yes. we'll get Wakanda Forever. And then we'll very likely get a third movie after that. Yes. But again, like how is this character going to play into other movies? Because mm-hmm. of course we got him in Civil War, we, we got, got him in Infinity War, War. we had him Endgame. in Infinity War, Endgame, and then we see the Dora Milaje come up in Falcon Winter Soldier. Exactly. So it's like right? maybe in the next Captain America movie. Yes, I hope so. That oh would be God. amazing to see. Like maybe we'll see something there. Yes. Um, who knows what? Whatever else Marvel has planned, maybe we'll see these characters make their appearance there as well exactly like that's what's going to be so exciting to see and that's why I get so excited thinking about the future of the MCU because I I, I mean the thing is they have this shit planned in advance years in advance I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige confirmed like he has the next six to ten years ready thank you Kevin stuff to announce exactly thank you Kevin you (laughs) destroyed my life but thank you (laughs) you've made me an obsessive weirdo but nonetheless that was gonna happen You've caused me a lot of emotional pain, <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah. It's so funny. I like always joke around with my friends. I'm like, I'm going to go to Kevin Feige's house and just like fight oh him God. for all the pain that he's caused me, but the also goal. be like, thank you so much for all that you've given me. <laughs> the goal is to like fight, like go to a premiere one day, meet Kevin Feige, slap him with like a gold glove and gift it to him. Like, thank you for the pain, but also here's the gift. Oh my God, no, 100%. That is my goal. I'm like, I need to get, I need to get enough clout. <laughs> exactly. Get myself far enough into this game to get invited to a red carpet premiere 
something like that. I'm going to see, I'm going to see Kevin Feige and like with my luck, he's probably going to be like 10 feet away from me and I'm going to sprint. I'm going to sprint over to him and be like, hi, first of all, nice hat. I love it. I appreciate it. Second of all, here's a slap. I would definitely ask him for a Shang-Chi in the 10 Reigns hat for sure. I would be like, can I get like a set of every single one you exactly. watch the premiere, like um, put it in a box. Like, can I have a whole set of the Kevin Feige red collection. carpet premiere? Exactly. <laughs> like, I would love. I would just. You know how people have shoe walls? Yes. I would have a hat wall. <laughs> I have seen those. I would definitely. I would just have a hat wall. I feel like this is my twist on the Funko Pops. <laughs> Fair enough. I would have you definitely gone to dig- the whole Funko Pops? Deep, I, I, deep I did. Hole. I did. Currently in my room, in the corner of it, there sits, I'm taking a look right now, three boxes full of Funko Pops that mm. I'm trying to get rid of. I least. thought about it. I'm like, I kind of want to. It is such a slippery slope, let that, me tell you. That is my fear. I'm like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to buy one and then that's it. Like the current Funko Pops that I have right now that I plan on keeping for sure is um, my Shun-Chi and Death Dealer hat. Of course. Funko Pops, not hats, Jesus. <laughs> um, my Captain Marvel Shazam Funko Ooh. Pop. Um, a Spider-Man video game one from the newest one, Moon Knight, Nightwing, and Donald Glover's Lando Calrissian. So. I'm I've reduced jealous. all of them that I... I've reduced it to those are the ones I I want to keep. But like before that, when I was obsessive over Funko Pops, like I got to get one of everyone from Civil War and all that shit. Oh, those those ones would be great ones to have, honestly. I do have a giant man. I'm just like, I want to get rid of you, but I also kind of don't. I think you should keep him. He's just so big is the thing. And just, I have nowhere to put in my danky ass room. Oh my God. That's okay. I have like all these like little goals in life and I'm like, okay. When I have my own place, I need a nerd room. That's yes, purely that's what just I tell my all friends. of my nerdy stuff. Like, it'll be filled, just filled with artwork and like Funko yeah. Pops. And I have a bunch of fan art and are just artwork that I've bought at like exp- uh, cons and all that. So oh, I got to display those. I've got, have you ever heard of Hot Toys? It sounds a little familiar. Okay, so like my store sells them and they are these um, one six scale, highly detailed figurines of, say, any character from a Marvel movie. Oh my God, you the know what? The faces look so real and the fabrics are real. I think I was looking at them and I was admiring yeah. them. I was looking at, I think there was an Iron Man one. Yeah, there the was Iron a Mark 85. Spider. There's Iron Spider. There's a oh. Spider-Man 2099. We have a yeah. Far From Home one there. I oh my God, have no, one no, in okay. my room. I was literally looking at it when I was there when I came to um, get the comics. Yes. And I I literally <laughs> turned to my friend and I was like, I want that one. I want that one. I need that one. Yep. I need that one as well. <laughs> what is it? Like, I was like, I can I afford these? Absolutely not. <laughs> not the time. But Definitely like, not the time. I will have you in my life one day. <laughs> well, is that like, I don't know how many I have. I'm pretty sure I have like 10 right now. Oh, as you should. 
And one of them is of Chadwick in the purple uh, upgraded Black Panther suit. Oh my God. I would love, love a Black Panther one. I would love several. Yes. My mind always goes like to the future of the movies and just what else we're going to get as like fan merchandise and like movie merchandise. I'm like, oh my God, yes. Take all my money. I don't even care what it is. Like, cool. Shunji's in it. I'm buying it. (laughs) really i'm like it doesn't take much for me to be sometimes just sold on something sometimes you just need to say a word exactly and And i'm like okay with so much merch like there isn't enough of the ones that i really really want Mm -hmm. at like a fair price because like i will buy 10 rings officially from marvel and wear them around as jewelry but should or kimoyo beads or (laughs) was it um Marvel Legends Hasbro is releasing this Eye of Agamotto necklace. Yo, I it want actually one. opens. Are you kidding? Okay, I need it. I need it exactly. in my life. And like, I already had it ordered, so no, it's I got literally, stuff like that. And it, it has fully been me looking at like cosplay costumes lately. Oh god, I, I, I did buy Shon Chi cosplay. <laughs> I have yet to get my measurements in. I have so many I want, and I'm like, I. I, I don't know which one to get first. Fair. I don't know which one to get first. Is there like a certain character you feel the most attached to is what I usually go with first. I am really thinking I'm going to get a Scarlet Witch one. Do it. I Do it. definitely would love a Scarlet Witch and I'm talking like full finale, like WandaVision. Not the Halloween costume one? <laughs> I will. I will absolutely get that one because I also feel, I feel like that one I could make myself. Yes. A lot easier than the like one division the final costume. One. The final yeah. costume. The Halloween one. I, I can see you rocking it though. I thank you. I think I could I think I could kill it. I have insane hair. <laughs> I think I can make Fair it. Fair enough. <laughs> and I feel like Katie Bishop would be a fun one to do as well. Oh my god. And that also looks like such a comfortable cosplay to wear. Oh my god, right? Especially um, if you were going, like if you're going to a con, you want to be comfortable, especially for oh, yeah. the entire time. And I mean, that goes for any sort of activity that involves leaving the house. If you're going to be out for long periods of time, you want to have that bit of comfort. And exactly. If you're going to be on your feet, you don't want to feel like falling over after a couple hours. That's kind of why I love the Sean Cheese costume, just because he's wearing Jordans. You're definitely winning when it comes to that factor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) To hell with your fancy armors and your suits made from Iron Man and all that, that can shoot webs. Just like they look cool. They look cool. No, literally, it's like, it looks cool, but do you get to wear Jordans? No. No. I thought not. I thought not. Oh, man. And like, that's also what's so fun about having these movies and having these costumes is when it comes to comic-con oh having everyone you know seeing other people in these costumes yeah it's amazing and it's so so fun to see and the excitement is real Mm -hmm. the excitement is so real and i again like seeing every like groups of people you know dressed as Black Panther dressed as um, the Scarlet Witch, being yeah. able to come together and share that passion and that love for that character, for the movies, and for all 
all of the little bits that connect us Mm -hmm. as fans like that's so great to see I remember like the year uh, Black Panther came out like the year after I went to Fan Expo in Vancouver Mm -hmm. and I just saw so many kids adults whoever you might have been just dressed up as Black Panther and it was so nice to see I absolutely love that and I think it was it was also so great um this year with um Star Lord T'Challa yes and people dressing as him that's so nice to see I love that idea so much that was oh that was so great and it was just so fun to see everyone like coming together and almost again bringing that love back Mm -hmm. for T'Challa's character oh so wonderful to see and like I just love his character and the movies and the excitement they bring and the messages and the future yes of the story it's going to be which is what I feel like the MCU has just all been about like the stories that they just want to tell right and each one so far like it may not have resonated with you a bunch you may have loved it but in some way it is still a testament to excellent storytelling at least in my humble opinion no I completely I totally agree yeah on that note, though, do you have any final thoughts on Black Panther or any details you really would love to talk about? I was going to say, though, Killmonger. Oh, my God. How have we show. gone through this entire episode without talking about Killmonger? <laughs> Michael oh. B. Jordan himself. Oh, the love I have for this man. Like, I can't even describe it. It's I loved his character. I love Michael B. Jordan. I love this now with my whole heart. Then the character of Killmonger. Oh my God. Definitely has the best line to end on for a villain's downfall in some way, to say least. No, I I completely agree. His his entire arc and Marvel has a lot of problems. They don't do villains well all the time, no. especially in the earlier phases. No, they did we not. We talked about Malekith. We talked about most of the Iron Man villains. Oh my god, like Whiplash! <laughs> what a shit character! Like Mickey Rourke just went insane with that. Yeah, it. Oh man, it's it's so shitty because it's the way that he really wanted this character to be well rounded, and then production mm-hmm. was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, not really gonna get not that. Really, I don't know. You should just be like this angry man. Exactly. He's on this like personal vendetta. Like before phase three, the best villain we had was just Loki. Exactly. And like, I kind of guess Bucky, but like he was more of like just an obstacle, I guess, for Steve. Wasn't really a villain. I wouldn't directly paint him quite as a villain. But yeah, Loki (laughs) was probably the most well-rounded character who was, you know, portrayed as a villain. Mm-hmm. that we got and then it wasn't until phase three where things got a little bit better we like, had zemo oh my god hands down zemo will forever be one of my absolute favorite mcu villains just because of how well they developed his character yes but also just at the same time like having that comic knowledge of me it's like they really made me like zemo in the movies but it's uncomfortable because of the fact that he's a straight up nazi in the comic yeah i'm like and <laughs> which, so i'm like when it comes to things like that I'm definitely grateful that they chose to kind of stray away yeah because it definitely makes the experience a little more enjoyable but Killmonger is another villain like who's another 
bad guy that was developed really really well and was mm-hmm. a well-rounded character yes and i love that we got to see a glimpse of what it was like for him to just like what his full plan was and how close he came to executing it right that was really nice that was amazing mm-hmm. and also again, just like the waterfall fights in this movie whole oh. the the fighting choreo- like choreography in this movie was actually very well done i really loved it just except for like the only fight i didn't like was that just that last one yeah 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 that one i don't love the earlier ones were definitely yes a lot stronger in comparison and i just love that chasing too oh my god also andy circus Andy Serkis! Oh my uh, god, this man! He was having so much fun with he, it. He had so much fun as Ulysses. Oh my goodness. I uh, honestly, what definitely threw me off was how like how Ulysses just got killed easily. Mm-hmm. I, he was alive and, and, and then he wasn't. And I was like, oh, oh, that just happened. Y- y'all just off Andy Serkis like that? Like, oh I, I know god. he was in one other movie, but like, Jesus... <laughs> I'm, it would have definitely been interesting to see his character a little more but yeah because like damn. in the comics like black panther's most notable and biggest villain is definitely claw so to see him killed me i'm like wait what right i honestly one of my favorite things about his character is how he lost his arm in age of ultra <laughs> oh I, god because i remember i i don't really like age of ultron so i'm actually quite lukewarm on it like i don't love it i have a lot of appreciation for it because of how it sets up for phase three yeah because it has a ton of little clues and lots of like little bits and pieces that set up for like the next phase and mm-hmm. launch definitely into, like the next felt like an iron man 2 again exactly right and but because of kind of all of that, Age of Ultron was never fully, like, also just because how they dealt with Pietro. But anyway. Oh, God. Hey, the we whole, have a new like, plot is in my mind. So yeah. I remember I was watching Black Panther and I was like, how did he lose his arm? And then I remember <laughs> watching Age of Ultron, forgot that Ulysses Claw was in it. Yeah, that movie was, like, was overstuffed. Oh, right. Yeah, that's what happened, and that's like the first time we kind of get introduced to his character, and also the first time where we get that um, name drop of Wakanda, yeah, or as Bruce mistakenly said, Wakanda. <laughs> and then he goes there, and then he bows. I no thanks to Rhodey. <laughs> like I love Rhodey. Oh, T'Challa's like oh, we don't do that here. <laughs> Oh God, Chadwick is just a testament. I honestly, oh. I love that moment so much because then you also see that like little friendship between Rhodey and Bruce. Yes. Because why wouldn't you egg your friend on like that? Exactly. Just to like mess with them and be like, yeah, 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 you have to bow. Obviously, you gotta bow. It was like he's, he's royalty. royalty. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> it's so good. But Killmonger. Oh man, I like want to see his character again. I yeah and then we get a bit more of him in what if but he's just used as a red herring yeah which I just I didn't love I didn't love that yeah great to see kind of his character again exactly that that factor just getting more Michael B. Jordan was awesome 
Um, right, but just give me any Michael day. B. Jordan, especially you know he needed a little bit of redemption after Fantastic Four. True. We never you know. speak of that movie though. No, we don't. That, this is the only time we're going to bring it up. Yeah. That's like the only factor. <laughs> we just need to mention that once. But you know the, the you know Fantastic the, Four, the, the Fantastic movie that we don't bring up. Um, hello, but the original we get the one with Christopher Chris Evans. Evans. Oh, Which I actually don't mind. I don't. I actually that. don't mind it. I re- I went through this whole um, I went through this period of time this year where I was like, I'm gonna watch all of these movies that my favorite Marvel actors were in because I am hyper fixating. Fair. <laughs> and I was going through my Chris Evans movies, and it came to Fantastic Four. And now my thought process, my thought process really was I am watching this for Chris Evans and only Chris Evans. And then when the movie ended, I was like, that wasn't that bad. Like, was it cheesy? Yeah, but yeah, like, was I feel like that was the Absolutely. goal. And when did it did it come out? Like early 2000s, like right like, after Spider-Man one. Yeah. So it was like somewhere between like 2003 and 2005, I think. <laughs> I remember when Burger King still had the Fantastic Four toys. Oh Jesus. my god. <laughs> But it very, it very much is a movie of that time. Oh yeah, it's kind of like the Raimi Spider-Man films. If I'm exactly, being it's yeah. very reflective of the time that it came out in, which you know, it's like watching makes it make sense movie. for some of the things that happen. Well, it's like watching that one James Bond movie that they've shot in the early two thousands. It's like the last Pierce Brosnan James oh my, Bond film. No, one hundred percent. That's exactly how it is, and. It is enjoyable, though, honestly. Mm. Like, to a degree, it definitely is enjoyable. There's also, like, a pretty good story there. Like, I like the guy who plays Reed as well, so. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean. Ooh. It's still great, though. And did you hear that rumor about Chris, Chris Evans coming back for Multiverse of Madness but back as, as Human, Human Torch? Torch? Oh, yeah. my God. I, I'm not even kidding. If that actually happens, I will absolutely <laughs> lose my mind. I love him so much as Johnny Storm. I'm like, I, I love him too, but like, I don't know how much Chris Evans wants to return for that. Like, right? Disney had to have given him a lot of money to come back as that one character. Mm-hmm. I think it absolutely, it would just be like a fan service thing. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, that would be a quick little cameo, fan service done done here's yeah. your paycheck have a lovely day continue we'll on with the project you want to work oh which i'm so excited about i was talking to my friend about this and i was like the fact that chris is so excited about this makes, makes me, me excited, excited. Yes. <laughs> however the chin of his oh man the chin is hilarious uh it's it's definitely big to say at least but yeah no i'm excited to see what they do however like i remember when i was a kid there was like the starfleet command tv show with buzz lightyear Mm-hmm. and like i don't know if it's gonna be like that it's probably not but like that's what i was kind of hoping for it'll be great to see though i'm definitely very excited i love like exploring different movies and shows or whatever that these yes. actors are in because you know you see them in these movies and you get very used to them being the superhero and oh yeah them having this kind of like specific portrayal of a character and this personality but then when you get to watch their other works you really get to see their skill as an actor oh yeah and it's, it's so like awesome what is it i remember watching kim's convenience before finding out that simu was gonna be uh um, shan chi 
And I'm just like, oh, I like the older brother. He's he's cool and badass, but like he's also kind of stupid. And then I'm watching Shunchi. I'm like, okay, I'm just in love with John now as well. God damn it! Right? <laughs> I totally get that. I totally get that. And that that's what almost I'm, that's what makes it fun too. Oh yeah. About being in this world, I God, I love being obsessed with film and like movies and Marvel and like these actors. Because I'm like, of all the things that I could be obsessed with, this is a very, this is a safe This is the healthier one. This is the healthier one. I'm like, are, do I have some people who are like, ha ha ha, you're such a nerd. Absolutely. But I'm like, like, where's the shame in it? Where is the shame? I'm like, I'm absolutely like a shameless nerd. I'm like, I don't care. Exactly. You wear it well is the main important part. Exactly. And I'm like, this doesn't hurt your life. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm I could do be I'm doing do. drugs or selling it or something like that. I could be gambling. I'm drinking. like, I, exactly. I'm like, I could be doing a lot of bad, like exactly. worse, like unhealthy things in my life. And you know what? If my coping mechanism is giving Marvel all of my money. Not the worst thing so ever. Be it. So at, be it. at worst, Disney gets part of the portion, but yeah. Exactly. At, like, that's the absolute worst, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but any last thoughts on Black Panther? Mm, nothing that comes to mind. I think we covered, like, I think we covered... We covered a fair amount. A fair amount and some that. important aspects of it. Yeah. And we dived into a few other fun Marvel <laughs> chats. Yes. Either way. It was a great time chatting with you. As is to you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me on this episode again. Yeah, thank you for having me. Wonderful. I'm good enough that you'll have me back. <laughs> oh my God, absolutely. Literally any movie you want, just name it. And I will- Oh, I will shoot schedule. you a message as to which one, but you can oh, probably guess. Oh, go for it. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, you know, everyone, it, I love Johnny. Love his content. You should definitely check him out. All of his links will be in the description box. So go shoot him a follow, check out his content, listen to the Voices of Atlas podcast. That's what, that's the word, podcast. (laughs) And yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, absolute pleasure creating them. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Podcast. And if you could head on over to Apple Podcast and drop me a five-star rating and review. That would be wonderful and I would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, stay nerdy.